what is going on you beautiful aliens disguised as human beings it is the day before thanksgiving i worked my fucking ass off and i am sitting here with my soon-to-be brother-in-law aka the outer space dad is that what you're going with how do you want to introduce yourself my dude you can call me the outer space dad because i'm definitely from a this world but my mind is from a different world when it comes to, you know, thinking. So I'm definitely <laughs> outer space dad. So I have, like, been talking to myself for, like, a year. So I decided, like, let's bring another voice on to finish out the year. We're ending, um, you know, 2022 going into 2023. Is that right? That yeah. is correct. And um, coming up on Thanksgiving, what, like, you know, what are you feeling thankful for this year? What's on your mind when you come to this time of year? This time of year, honestly, being thankful, uh, there's lots of things that you could be truly thankful for, but the greatest joy of being thankful for is having your family and your life. For sure. And, uh, and the world has, you know, definitely offered a lot of things this year, but family... By far is, you know, the greatest thing to, you know, Outer Space's dad's life right now. What what about your family brings you, like, the most joy? Oh, just the, just the sense of, you know, I come home to the, the, the tug on the leg, you know, the, the, the screams that the dad needs. And it's just the, you don't get that anywhere else in this time of the year, especially if you don't have those kids, so... If you do have kids, enjoy that. It's about, like, the little things. And so, okay, last night we went to Elf, like, Buddy the Elf play. Oh. Bail and her friend. And um, we're coming back, and there's this dude, right? Bucket set up, fucking pants tipped over, and he is fucking drumming on this shit, and he is killing <laughs> Going it to town. Bail is like, we have to listen. Stop. <laughs> So we fucking listened to this dude, and he killed it. And then we're walking more, and there's this, like, dude. He had to be, like, 75, right? Like, black skin don't crack. He's fucking trumpet on the trumpet, right? Just and, raw talent. Oh, man. And he gets done, and he, like, flips it down. One second. So, sorry. We, we could have kept that running, but we got interrupted by children, of course. Um, so anyway, so there's this dude, right? He's like 79 years old, has to be, right? And he's like playing this fucking trumpet. And he gets done, he flips it down. And like, we're in a crowd of people going to the parking garage. That's where he, and he looks me dead in the eyes. And he's just shaking his head. And he's like, gives this big old grin on his face. You can tell he's been performing on like the streets for like years, like years of hard Waiting work. Waiting for his break. And he's just like blessed, man. Just blessed to be out here like playing this trumpet. Like, and, and it was just like, we had this like moment in this crowd of like people. But like, it gave me so much energy of just like that small little thing that he's out there doing and he's just happy and as it touched fuck. you it touched happy you as fuck because he connected with you with all these people and making that eye contact is all that it took to know that, that like energy. this is what like, he was thankful for energy. like all right so like he set this tone and this mood of energy and it just it just came thrusting my way and yeah, it was just like just, all like, right my it. doors open and it was just yeah. like a strong guitar line you know just <laughs> of just locked eyes and it's just i have that same moment sometimes you know and it's just like 
that beat, like you said, like you've seen him just going ham and he just locked on you with energy. He's passionate. You know, so it's like if you get that same drive, so it's like you come home and it's like, Daddy, like, look what I drew at school today. And it's just kind of like, it's a whole bunch of scribbles, you know, but it's just like, this is what I'm thankful for to know that like this scribble, it means more to him than it does yeah. anything else. So for that man to be in the zone and locked with you at that time, to just to be thankful, I was definitely thankful to hear your tone because it sent a mood through my body. So, sir, you keep playing that yeah. trumpet. You keep playing those yeah, drums. That soul, baby. It's all about that soul with this yeah. time of the year. It's what people need, you know, Logan. So, you know, like, no one has that much soul anymore. Let me tell you, the reason, and I was thinking about this, right, the reason I think so many people are, like, scared, per se, or, like, threatened by, like, the black man, especially, like, a father, is, like, they have so much soul when it comes to, like, like, they got, like, their family on their back, they're gonna work no matter what, and they do it with a fucking smile, they come home, and it's like, here's dad, like, give you dad time, here, honey, let me give you honey time. And then somehow, like, these motherfuckers still find time for themselves to go, like, hang out, go have their friends, go have their them time. Like, it blows my mind because it's like, I didn't have a dad like that. You know, I had a totally different version of Because it comes into morals and, you know, the responsibilities of, like, a lot to stand up to with being that black father. So, with being that black father, it's either you could be a provider you know, but also be a provider as in, you know, you're going to live that tough life and cops are going to be in and out of your life. Or you could just be that <laughs> that good dad that makes the best decisions, you know, and looks at the past to be like, you know what, I'm not going to be like that and set the example. But no one understands that. But all they see is, you know, oh, I'm just here. Like, no, like if you're not there in the household and you're not doing the right thing, then your child's not going to grow up doing the right thing or knowing the right thing so like me per se like i never really had a dad in my household like he was there but he really just sold drugs and shit so for me to grasp the the realities of being a happy dad and being black in my household dude i love it so here's what i feel with you though too i feel and like I'm strong about mine i feel like you're not only parenting your kids though but you're also trying to parent like yourself too. yes yes and that's what i'm going through as well because i never got parenting as a as a child like in so the way I had that to you learn, needed it yes so with now like i take a step back and i look at it like so it's a double learner so it's like I'm teaching, but I'm also learning at the same time. So as long as they're trying to learn and willing to accept the teaching, then I'm learning and they're both learning. So it's it's definitely it's a, a new situation, you know, to be thankful for because it's I'm thankful to be a dad that's never had a dad. So for guys, you know, that never had the dads, it's a hard stigma to break and to come from. And I'm thankful every day that my kids see the greatest <laughs> image of a dad possible. So this outer space dad, dude, he is phenomenal. He's been to Pluto and back, dude. So, I mean, this is like a raw space, safe, right? Like, being honest, is it easy? No, it's hard. You know, and, like, this is, like, something I've been thinking about, too. Like, especially, like, good dads, right? Good dads, I think, are really lonely. 
Because in order to be a good dad, you give so much of your energy to You have to, to cut off everyone else. You have to cut that, everything else off. That sometimes, bro, I feel like, because I do this with Bela, I freak out on her. And I don't mean to. And I don't mean for my love to come off really harsh, but it does. And I know it does because, like, I can feel it. And it's like, it's not how I meant it. Yeah, because later that day, I take a step back and it's like, dang, I could have said that differently to him, you know, or her. Um, I could have approached that, you know, less aggressively, you know. And that's a hard thing to do, that self-reflection. Yeah, because normally, like, growing up, I never got, like, you know, the yell at. It was first automatically spanking, you know, or pull out the belt or the switch or something. And, so. like, okay, hang on, stay with me there. So, like, when you did that, because I got kind of the same thing, right? When you're that little kid that's getting that, what in that moment, what is it making you, like, feel like? In that moment. Because I was always confused, right? I felt... Well, yeah. I was not less confused. I felt more or less, like, hurt in the fact of you, as an adult, couldn't take your time and have patience with me first. Ooh, yeah, I like that. So now, yeah. as an adult, yeah. and I have my children, and then they say, oh, you have kids, right? It's going to be ten times worse than what you were. So if that is... Very true, which it's not. Like, your kids are just being kids. Like, you have, we're in this world that we've grown up in. So, with your parents not having patience with us beforehand, and then now that we're older, we get to learn the patience to know, like, okay, this is what our parents did to us. We're not going to let, we're not going to do this to our children. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, now, like, that just changes in the household from being spanked to. We just went from being spanked to now just being yelled at to getting warnings. Yeah. And then even more, you can even keep going from warnings. Correct. But as long as you're getting the warnings, we can work with that and then keep going further into it. Correct. But, but no, I'm with you. And it's really hard because you want to change. But then here's the thing. You do all this self-reflection like the night before. You're like, this how I'm going to approach it. And then the universe or, you know, it comes and it's like they test you. And then, and then it's like you, you're in the moment and you're all, you know, you're caught up in other things. And then you like go back to your old habits. It's like, so how the fuck do you break? You know what I mean? Like, how do you get to that point where it's like, you can actually. uh, So what I found out in my. Change. Like, how do you change yourself? How do you change your habits? Because that's what I've been working on for like a year now. To get in your own change of habits is honestly, um, in my three years of sobriety is I've learned to cut people off and not in a sense of, Oh, that's bad. Like, Oh, you know, you just stop. Oh no, we're all about cutting people off on this podcast. Like, no, like (laughs) you seriously need to cut people off. Yeah. You know, either it'd be family, either it'd be friends, coworkers, you know, long-term acquaintances that you grew up with, like just cut them off. Like it doesn't matter. Like it, it, it goes both ways. They have a cell phone. You have a cell phone. So there's 24 hours in the day. It only takes 30 seconds to send a hi, how are you? So if you don't receive that from somebody, that's like the same thing. Like I've been trying to tie into my house. Like if you don't use it in 30 days or if you haven't seen it in 30 yeah, days, like get that. rid of it. That's a good decoder. Toss it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Decoder, yeah. It's not doing you any justice. It's just collecting dust. It's just collecting a buildup for you to have to get rid of down the road. So why do that? So cut them off. And I've learned that doing that, I have accumulated more for myself 
more for my family, more for in the sense of sticking to myself causes no problems. Like the less I have to tell somebody is the less someone has to be in my business. Well, and we shouldn't be just telling people our shit anyway. Oh, correct. Yeah. Correct. So to 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 know how to change that role. And that's hard because like you want to tell people what you're doing. Like at work, I always want to tell people like, "Oh, I'm interested no, you in this leave them, I'm reading this." You want to leave them guessing. But it's also but it, it's like at the same time you you got to stick to yourself because when you're when you're like telling too many people, it just I don't know, it does something with your it does something to your inner spirits because you think that, like, you're... Yeah, you're, because they take it away trust. from you. you feel that's like, why. Yes, you feel because like they'll go, like, that's stupid. Your secrecy, you feel like you're telling someone your secrecy, and now you're, like, or thinking they don't of yourself. Match your energy. Yeah, you're thinking yeah. to myself, like, oh, man, like, he's thinking, like, that was really dumb. Like, why did I say that? And then you, you know? play it in your head. And now you're stuck wondering, like, dude, this guy probably thinks I'm fucking dumb, or probably thinks I'm weird, yeah, or... Yeah, that's why you gotta make moves silently, and, and it's hard to do. And yeah, because you want people to it's see that you're doing good. But yes. the only way to move efficiently is silently and deadly. And I think, I think okay, going back to, like, dads, right? I think dads are so lonely because it's such a small, like, world that you live in. And it's like, I have to stay so focused because if I step outside of my focus, my family's also struggles, right? And it's like, I want, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, what is the, like, ideal like family relationship because like i'm getting married right and it's like when you think of like what is like a healthy relationship because spiritual because my spiritually my family was not a healthy example of what it is to be in love so like i keep finding myself in these moments of either trauma like going back to like little kid me and like oh my like the other day noel and i got in this tiff and then Mm -hmm. it sent me back to like i'm seven years old and then it's like silent treatment because that's what my mom would do and it's like i don't know how to break like i don't know words so it takes me a while to like digest and then like behavior and just different things Mm -hmm. so it's like what is a healthy and i was like thinking about this like to me what does a healthy relationship look like that i can model that I can shoot for to be like, this is what I want. But there isn't, like. though. There isn't a perfect... No, there, not a perfect. There isn't a healthy, perfect. Healthy. Not even just healthy. Is, is The healthy is just all around open communication. Mine's like, like goals, right? Like, if we, we should have goals that we're shooting together. But if you communicate 100% your goals, you could hit your goals every well, time. Yeah. That is a healthy relationship. So I looked at it like a, a Venn diagram. Here's you Build as a circle. No, look. Here's you as a circle. Here's your wife as a circle. You each have your own individual shit, and right, you're full people, right, and you're complete, and you're happy, and you're healthy, doing whatever. Yeah, and you're then, bringing a yin to a yang. Look, and then you cross over, yeah, and, to then, a yin and then and the yang. shit in the middle is what you come together on. That's your shit. That's your household, your day to day shit. Because your you still got your shit, shit your going on out here, and I still got my shit going on out exactly, here on the outside. Because that's what keeps you happy. And then you meet in the middle, and, you, and you have the rest them of that kids. shit on the outside. You have them kids. You have your themselves. relationship. Yes. But you still have, and that's where going back to the black man, and that's what I think is so threatening about him to society, right, that wants to control, is because he can balance that. He can balance the, I have me time, I have my honey time, I have my kid time. Like, I don't know how, because I don't have, like, the mind, like, you know what I mean? A time prioritize, even though it's, like, it's kind of hard and weird to think of that way, but it's, I never had that growing up, but, like, now as an adult, like, once you prioritize your time... 
<laughs> and you make time for all the things that are supposed to be made time for. There and everything should be the way that it should be. But if you have someone that's in your way, it's time to move. What? I notice everything in my house. It's probably the wall. Is it the ceiling? One second. We have to take a break. Hello, you beautiful alien human being peoples. Um, typically, we don't take breaks on my show. But uh, being the circumstances that space, Outer Space Dad and I were trying to record this podcast at his house the night before Thanksgiving. Life got kind of crazy. Um, it was getting late. Had to put kids down. Had to get things locked up. So we're actually going to continue this podcast when I go back over to his house. It is currently Thanksgiving now, Thanksgiving morning. I'm getting ready to go over there right now. Um, we're going to have a beautiful time, enjoy our family, be thankful for and grateful. Um, and then later on when the night kind of winds down, we're hoping to hop back on here for another 15 minutes or so and give you guys some more because I just listened to half of it and it sounds pretty good. So it's been an interesting conversation and... Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of the of the podcast and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. All right. As a fucking fatty, he says, and we're back with Outer Space Dad on on Thanksgiving. That's what's up. We are about to smoke this fatty. So if you're listening to this, you know what to do. My aliens, my beautiful aliens, disguised as human beings. Tune in. Tune in and get a rip and get a whiff of what's cooking in the Thanksgiving kitchen. We got our whiskey here. We are celebrating today. We're actually just reminiscing about some some shit, which is good. I feel like that's what we should be doing this time of year anyways, is, is reminiscing, reflecting, just enjoying fucking life and just being fucking just being grateful on this god's green earth and of god's green gift of what we are smoking this space you beautiful people this space dad can fucking roll man like eh, you know something slight a couple grams you know that's what i'm thankful for you know which obviously there's more too but you know for you lovely people out there you know in this planet if you're just listening right now, just stop and take a second and just reflect on your personal upcoming of winning, you know, of, yeah, you've had some setbacks, but, you know, we're still going to keep going. We're going to still keep pushing forward and, you know, just keep putting that foot in front of the next and keep going. So in the beginning of, or like, in the beginning of this year when I was making these podcasts, like, one thing I had said was, like, if, if I could give, like, anybody any message at this moment in time, I'm like, if every single person could just try to be a better version of who they are, today... The world would be a happier place. That, yeah, the world would be a way better place. So, do you feel like, sitting where you're sitting today, do you feel like, throughout the year, like, because, you know, have, do you feel like you've made that, like, you've did that, like, you've... Bettered yourself, which is now better, better the plan a little bit. Oh, bettered myself, bettered the, the situations that I've been, and learned to you know just accept, the, outcome. But the outcome is greater, depending the energy that is brought to the situation, and, it's phenomenal. It's, 
I'm 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 flabbergasted on this this big one right now. Uh, so I have something that um just wondering right because I have a friend right relapsed and everything that's like hard to deal with right and like you're you're pretty open about your sobriety so like we really haven't talked about this and I want to share a story really quick and then like get into it maybe with you so you don't I don't know if you're aware of this but like um I think it was after your wedding or before your wedding like I married him and his wife it was a beautiful day but like your wife and I were having like a once in a lifetime heart to heart moment together and she shared the story, like, that you were explaining to me yesterday about how you locked yourself in a room. And, like, if you want to talk about that, that's cool. If not, but, like, we don't have to get into it. But, like, she explained it to me. And, like, we were, like, having, like, brought me to tears because of, like, the commitment that you made and, like, what that, like, what you went through to, you know, commit to your family. And, like, I don't really, because I haven't really been down that road with drugs and shit. So I don't know necessarily, like, the fight that it takes to not do it, right? To not go back to it. Oh, it's a strong fight. It's just, it's once, once it's got a hold of you, it's basically up to you to have the power to say no. So basically, if it's, oh, it feels so good that we're, you know, you have enough money to survive on it, you know, keep getting it, like, that's fine, but then once you start, you know, selling yourself or selling things around you, you're gonna start losing your loved ones, and at that point, then, at the end of the day, it's, what else do you have, so it's basically, I had no other option besides to lock myself down and cut everyone off, and yes, it was the worst two and a half weeks of my life mm-hmm. and the demons that I encountered in two and a half weeks was not the same so it was just something totally different but the sacrifice that I made for that was greater and I couldn't be more happier than for the outcome and for anyone that is going through that struggle ask for help reach out all right so Let's talk about that because when you're in that position, so for example, my friend right at work was slipping up. But how do you when you're when you are the person that needs the help, bro? How do you reach out? How do you accept help? How do you go about getting to like as a person outside on the outside? How do you like ask? Like how do you you know what I'm saying? Like how do you help somebody? How do you that needs help? How do you help somebody? Is you you see. If you've already been in that situation and you've seen people like that, then basically you're just telling it how it is and you're reading the picture and you're spotting. Because, like, this person got, like, mad, right? That was the reaction. Oh, yeah, you can't get mad. You can't get mad because it's someone telling you, like, you have a problem. And if you can't understand that you have a problem and see that you have a problem, then it's not going to be healthy in the long run. And I just basically let people know, like, if you need to talk or if you need any help, like, I'm here. Because in the beginning, I was the person that wanted to have the fun, didn't care if I was hurting anyone, and just wanted to do what it did and have fun. But now it's like I have more perspective in life. Eyes are open because I didn't want the help. I got that help on my own and took it into my own power and said, you know what, like, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I basically just said, here's a door, here's a room, 
lock yourself in it. And it was it was for the best turnout. Do you mind if I ask like what was it that took you to get to that point to be like, nah, like I'm I'm done. So like one night I was just really going <laughs> really going hard, having fun and uh we were taking this trip out to Mount Pleasant and I was probably on um a good eight ball at the time and I wasn't really digesting it down the way that you're supposed to you know and snorting um so I just basically was caking my nostrils and I had a a slight mini heart attack you could say and like I felt my whole body went numb everything went uh fuzzy blurry around me uh and then I couldn't really walk I couldn't really talk and my heart rate just kept fainting in and out and so that right there was kind of like the eye opening and was like you know what dude I was like I have kids I was like I have you know someone that really cares for me you know I should really give this a shot you know because I had just lost my little brother and so at this time like I didn't really have anything else to really lose or care for at the time so I had to I had to just make that sacrifice on myself like after that feeling of knowing that like I could die today I didn't want to die today so then after that I'm alive today mm, yeah I'm I'm thriving today yeah. we're surviving today yeah. so anyone that just has any doubts just you're three years sober just yes yes yes, yeah. yes. And, and I want to say congratulations because like talking all about all this and like watching my friend who was two years sober relapse that's a, that's a very hard thing to stick to so congratulations, especially when you get in those low pits, you know. Yeah, and that's another thing. That's another thing. When you get into dark places, so, like, if you have a loved one, you know, and that supports you, but also, like, you guys are fighting or whatnot, don't look at, you know, like, oh, today's a, d- a bad day. You know, I, sh- I should go relapse, you know, like, because that'll just make me feel better. Like, it won't make you feel better. Like, it'll make you feel better for that first five to ten minutes, you know, that you're doing it. But as soon as that you do it, your loved ones and the other one else is going to be like, man, you did it again, didn't you? They're like, yep. So to have that feeling, I don't want my people or my loved ones to know, be like, or ever look at me and be like, oh, he fell off. Oh, he's been doing that again. Like, no, like I want that to be like, oh, you look good. Like, where have you been? Mm-hmm. How have you been? Right. So just to to know that you could do it all on your own, but also have positive reinforcement, people around you that believe in you, that's all you need. So just have a good support system and ask for help. All right. So did you, you don't have to answer this, but did you ever lie when you were like either on something or like got caught? Did you ever lie? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, what was but, going through your head? Because like I, I got lied to straight to my face, you know, like when I questioned my, you know, my friend. That right? I was on drugs. Right, so what was going through your mind when when you're when you're trying to come up with a lie and stuff? Do you remember? Not really. It was more of a fact that it was like, oh, I got to get out of here. You just didn't want to get caught. Basically, it was just a <clears throat> get and go. Okay. And don't say nothing, you know, and if you ain't got nothing to say, it's really basically like, all right, like, I did what I had to do. But, like, now looking at it as a sober mind, what would you reflect on for I yourself? I think back, like, damn, that was messed up. What would you like, tell yourself? Be like, yo, like, take the money out of your pocket and give it to the person. Mm. Or be like, oh, uh, 
fudge. Uh, don't switch the other bag for the other bag, knowing that the other bag had flour. Mm. Back in that time, yeah. knowing that, you know, I got the same thing done to me. So pay it forward to the next person, which is bad in that game yeah. because it's dirty. Right. Only dirty things happens out of those games. So it's like if I could reflect and go back, like, yeah, I would be like, damn, dude, I'm, like, I'm sorry. Like, I gave you that bag type deal. Okay. But, so you can go back and apologize to people. Yeah, I could. If, like, if, well, I, like, if, if, I if you could, if you could, like, be in a, okay, so think of a time where, like, you're getting caught, right? Somebody's, like, catching you, like, are you doing this? And you're lying, right? And as soon as, like, the sit, you diffuse the situation and you're by yourself, imagine if you could stand in front of yourself. My conscience comes into play. My conscience starts So tell me up. what, if you want, if, if you don't want to, it's fine. But, like, explain, like, maybe what your thought process, what you might be saying to that, your other version of yourself, sober you to, like, not sober you. Like, you dumbass. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you really doing? Like, what are you thinking? Like, this is this is something that you couldn't comprehend and something that now you're trying to take on and it's not going in your favor. So you need to do the right thing, you dumb shit, or it's going to turn out really bad is what basically I'm telling myself in the mirror. Because if not, like, I'm going to either turn out like my parents or turn out in a box. Yeah. And I don't want to turn up in a box. No, we don't want, we don't want you to turn up in a box. <laughs> you know, and I'm definitely breaking the mode of being my parents, you know, at that same sense. So if I could just tell myself that, it's just at that same time, it's just like, dude, like, <laughs> what are you really doing right now? Like, you know that this is, like, really fucked up and dirty, nasty. How many times a week, you're, like, do you think about, like, it, like... Not, not a anymore. Lot. Like, it doesn't come up much now. No, no, not it. Besides the fucking the other the other day when uh, Outer Space's wife's uncle Trippy Dick <laughs> came over and was like, "Hey, I should get some of this, you know, for that." Other than that, like I thought it was just funny, um, but it didn't bring up any feelings, you know, of like the past or anything like that. Uh, so it lets me know, like, I've broken my my hump of, you know, what I've been addicted to and knowing, I'm knowing my demons. I know who, who my demons are and I know what my triggers are for it. So if you know what your triggers are and what to look for, you'll be okay. So what I've learned is once you learn your first set of those, which it sounds like you are, a whole nother set comes along. And it fucking is, like, almost worse than the first set. Because it's inner. It's, it's like, like a plague. It's like a plague. It's like they see that you... They see that... No, it's like inner... Like got it's you, right? inner, yeah. They're like, we got you. They're like, you're hooked. Be like, ha-ha. He's like, I got his money. Be like, oh, I'm like, I got his life now. Be like, oh, I got his family. He's like, what else can I take from him? But then it's like, once I start winning, and once I start winning, and I realize, like, damn, you just took everything from me. What more can I do? Like, oh... Okay, I need to start proving it wrong. What is it, by the way? It is like your first demon that's like your voices, yeah. your negative. So like, what I would call that like maybe your good demon, your, bad your demon, your dark, your dark wolf is what yeah. they they call it like a, a shadow in the. This is like a Buddha right. in this Buddha book that I read. They called it this dark wolf, and then you have a light wolf too. And the light wolf is like representing let's say good things per se but like light within you and then the dark wolf runs around in the shadows and causes mayhem that's why i drew like this image right here 
of like a person sleeping in a bed, dreaming at night of a dark shadow that has Satan in it, with a light shadow that has Michael, the all angel, all mm-hmm. seeing angel in it. So it's like <clears throat> knowing that if you just if you can spot that demon and you can control that demon. You tame that wolf. And tame the or tame that wolf. Yeah. And you know how to keep it in its cage and know how to feed it. You have to love it actually. Yeah, in a way you have to <laughs> I've learned That's the secret I've, art. I've learned, you have to give it actually you have to, and I've been really struggling with that. You have to love it. Yeah. Love it so much that it hurts almost. Cuz I acknowledge my cuz I acknowledge my wolf when I see him out in public when I'm walking next to a wolf cuz I know like like I can see you coming so I'll acknowledge you and be like, "What's up?" How, what's, how's it going? But knowing that you ain't getting my money today, mm-hmm. you're not getting my last $40, yeah. you know, or I won't be over later to see you tonight because I know that's what you want for me. Yeah. You know, you want me to destroy myself to make yourself richer. Yeah. So I'm not trying to destroy myself anymore. No. Like I want to, I want to praise, you know, the Lord and, Show yourself, show my show myself strength in <laughs> any yourself. situation Praise that I do, you know. Yeah, and it's just it's awesome. I just want to let you know I am really proud of you. Thank you, thank you. Because I walked in like you know what like four and a half years ago. Yeah. And and you know where you were at four and a half years ago. That was dark. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's who I met. Like I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna associate myself with anybody besides like, dark shadow like-minded people and what's amazing to me excuse me is how you're now wife we actually this is what we talked about dude is how i'm like you you looked at this man and you seen that like in order to be a human you have to start like let's say at zero right if we're just talking about right zero and then you build up from that and i said but when you have trauma it goes like the other way it goes like negative who is it who's there no, it's dumb. <laughs> but when you have trauma as a child, it's like you get negative. And I said, no weapon shall prosper. <laughs> I said to her, I said, you seen like his negative. <coughs> you seen what he would be like if he was at zero. And then you seen what he would be like if he would be at zero and then go beyond that. Right. Yeah. So so as we're sitting here talking, I think it was after your wedding. I said, right now he's at zero. And she's like, yes. And and she sees you at like 10, like art times 10. Right. But like you have to get there. Right. So wherever you and it's a gradual process. But like the fact that this lady like loves you so much that she's seen you at like negative 3000. Yeah. And was like, oh, my God, I see him. I see him at art times 10. Yeah. Like I see him at like the father of my kid. And here's like the other thing that's coming to me. Like, when you look at your kids, if you see, like, things that they're doing, this is just coming to me. If you see things that they're doing, it's like a reflection almost of, like, what you, what they're seeing in you. So if you don't like what you're seeing in them, then you have to change your behavior almost, right? Yeah, definitely. But it's, like, change the negative behaviors to where it's uh, more Which is really positive. hard. Yeah, it stands out, you know. Really hard to do. Uh, yeah. And I praise you just even for trying. You know? Um, And then breaking that mode of being spanked. You know, in a black household, I don't know what it's like in a white household, so you probably get beaten the same way. I don't you know, know, my mom, she but, uses therapy, basically, free therapy. But I try to give my kids that one, two, three count before I have to put my hands on them and shit, and it usually works. To do what? To just, to get them to listen. Oh. 
well, that's what my mom would do too. But, you know, but there's other ways that you can do it. You know, is Ta- talking to them like they're human beings. Oh yeah, getting down, way. getting down to their level, eye level is the best. Is honestly the best way. Like human, I, I did it the other day with my to son. Generational wealth, like this, trauma. like this alien dude. I had to get down to his level, dude, and just talk to him and be like, "Son, it's all right, bud. Like, what's what's the problem here?" <laughs> What do you? What is their? What is their reaction when you do that? Compared gotta, compared to when you like, compared to when you get angry, what is your react? Their reaction when you can stay neutral versus getting uh, upset? They'd be like, "Oh shit, what's wrong with dad?" <laughs> <laughs> do you like that? <laughs> well, because it's like I have my like I don't know. Like, I see it as my own way of training, you know, my own way of you know raising my kids and shit. I'm not gonna raise them to be robots. So it's just like if they see me yelling at them like that, they're gonna be like. What the fuck? Like, Dad just kind of talked to me normal. <laughs> yeah, but, so that, like, but I think they respond better to you, and I think they actually... So you want to... Yeah. <laughs> we talked about alphas one day, and alpha doesn't demand respect, right? He earns trust, bro. You want to earn trust with your kids, because when you have trust with your kids, then they can come to you no matter what, and they know, like, no matter what, it's a safe place for me. And even if you don't like what they're doing, you can at least talk them into something else, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. In a safe definitely. place. Yeah. yeah, definitely. In their own little safe haven, you know. That's why they give it to you at school, you know. <laughs> they put you a little chair in a closet area with a curtain that says, you need a timeout spot. Okay, let me know when you're done. And little Johnny, I'll be right here ready to talk. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you got to be firm with these kids. Yeah, I think discipline for sure, like daily day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Besides the weekends. I don't know. I feel like the weekends, you know, that's the only time you get to just, you get to be free. You know, you can't be free during the week. Everybody's looking at you. You know, pressure's on you during the week. They want you to do what, you know, right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I ain't got time for that. Like, let them be a kid. But it's like, you're going to respect me, though. I got earned trust. You dig. Got earned trust, You earn it. Earned trust, and I'm like... You know, so like that's just shit away. Ain't that right? Out of space, stepson. <laughs> stepson, out of space. He's on his phone. He don't he, care. He, he don't care. He's, he's doing. He's his lofting. Shit. He's growing some facial hair, man. He's telling. He woke up from a nap. He got some facial hair going on. Oh, that's what took you so long getting here. A fat shit that turned your booty up. A a two hour shit. Damn, bro. <laughs> I thought I'd take log dookies. <laughs> Alright, well, let's end this bitch. Um, thankful for our families for sure this year. Definitely thankful. Outer Space Dad is definitely represented to the finest and fullest. Cheers, my dude. It's a great honor. And for my best man, too, it's going to be a hell of a, hell of a year, bro. You drink yours already. Gone. Mm. <laughs> Saved a little bit. Alright, we are out. This is usually how I end it. Smoke break is ending. Now it's time to go do dead shit. We're going to go do dead shit now because dead we're shit. dead shit. More dead shit. More more dead shit. Peace out, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace.